Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi everyone and welcome to our pre-freeze special edition of Temporary Admission. With one of London's favourite art fairs opening next week, we thought we'd find out what's in store this year at Freeze. And so, this week I'm joined with Freeze Masters Director Nathan Clements Gillespie. Nathan, first and foremost, I know it's a very busy time of year for everyone on Team Freeze, so thank you very much for carving out the time to chat with us today. And welcome to Temporary Admission. Thank you, it's a pleasure to be with you. I'm glad. Well, look, Nathan, I know we're probably going to dive into a little bit more about Freeze and what to expect this year in the next few moments. But before we do so, I think it'd be really useful if you could tell our listeners a little bit more about you and how you got to where you are today, because I know we've chatted a little bit before this episode, and I think it's a pretty interesting story to understand how you became a director of one of the world's biggest art fairs, actually. So yeah, if you could tell us more about that, I think that would be a good place for us to start today. Of course. So my name is Nathan. I grew up in Rome, Italy, and went to school there, then went to university here in the UK. And my first experience of the art world was an internship at the Peggy Guggenheim Collection in Venice, uh, which I love and would recommend to anyone uh, looking to start a, a career in the art world. That's such a coincidence, because I think one of our previous guests, Sarah Terzi from Soho House, also started her career at the Peggy Guggenheim Museum. So, um, yeah, seems to be a bit of a common thread. It is a it is a common thread. I then actually, I loved it so much, I went back and interned at the US Pavilion of the Venice Biennale, which is also overseen uh, by, the, by the PGC, and then worked for a, um, a, 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 you know, a 20th century dealer in New York, Peter Freeman, and then actually moved back to Rome, where I spent five years as external affairs director at Macro, the Museum of Contemporary Art of Rome. And it was, I mean, it was an amazing time that the, the, we opened a new wing for the, for the museum in 2010. Uh, we were the commissioning team uh, for the Italian pavilion at the Venice Biennale. Uh, so there was just, it was, it, was, it, it was incredibly exciting, engaging. And then I moved to London in, at the end of 2015 and ran uh, Art 16, which was London's global art fair. And that was an art fair that took place at Olympia with a focus on uh, emerging artists from emerging markets. And then joined Freeze in January uh, 2017 uh, first as deputy director, Freeze Masters, and then artistic director, and now I'm just just director. And again, I've seen huge change and development at Freeze. You know, we had you know when I joined Freeze, we had Freeze London and Freeze Masters, our flagship fairs here in London, and Freeze New York. Since then, we launched Freeze Los Angeles. We've gone on to launch Freeze Seoul, which also includes Freeze Masters and Seoul. So that's our first international outing for freeze masters and it was it was incredibly exciting and eye-opening to see uh the interest and 
uh, you know, how well received Freeze Masters was uh, in Seoul. It was really, the, you know, the bell of the ball. Uh, just so much interest, so many cues, so many camera crews filming. Uh, you know, so many people uh, really wanting to learn more about, study and acquire historical art. Uh, and then, you know, of course, with Freeze More Broadly, we've also launched our, uh, you know, our membership program, uh, Number Nine Cork Street, which is our, you know, our gallery hub in Mayfair. Uh, so it's be, they've they've been an, an action-packed five years. Yeah, it sounds it. And it also, obviously, this year hasn't been any quieter for you because, obviously, we're here today to chat about Freeze London and Freeze Masters, but. It feels like Freeze Solar's, you know, only just finished. And that, of course, was a first for Freeze as well. And and quite exciting to see Freeze open up, you know, on the other side of the world. It's, it, it was absolutely sensational. And also a great pleasure to uh, to do this collaboratively with the Galleries Association of Korea, uh, you know, to have the fair alongside Kiev. Uh, it was just, it was great. And I'm so, I mean, we were all so grateful for the, uh, just the warm, heartfelt reception and welcome from, you know, from everyone, from, you know, from the authorities, from the mayor, from the culture minister, from you know, old galleries, museums, collectors, and you know, not only in, in Seoul, but throughout Korea and, you know, throughout, throughout the region. People, you know, flew in uh, from, uh, you know, from Southeast Asia, from Singapore, from uh, India, from Bangladesh, from Malaysia, from Hong Kong. Japan it was it was it was it was a great coming together yeah I think everyone I've spoken to that actually went over free soul said said similar so it's definitely good to hear that it's all going well for you guys but for those of our listeners that don't know too much about freeze or you know even those that do but want to learn a little bit more could you tell us a little bit more about freeze and and what it actually is how it started and the story behind the fair as well because I know there's much more to freeze these days than just the magazine or just the fair. We are artist and creative led. Freeze, Freeze's company was launched in 1991 as as a magazine, and then it's developed now into several magazines, the art fairs, membership, uh, you know, a gallery hub, and everything. It, it, every, everything that we think about, we you know, we start from the perspective of. You know, how is this going to support artists? How is this going to support creativity? Because we are a platform for, you know, galleries to support artists and also, you know, for the magazine, for, you know, critics and writers and thinkers to support artists in their work. And so everything, everything, you know, we do from the, you know, from the fairs to the locations, you know, the programming uh, has, you know, has that in mind. And I think everyone uh, you know, admires and and enjoys freeze fairs for their you know for their strong and and extensive artistic programming. Be this from the talks to uh, projects, performances, artist awards, um, acquisitions funds, um, exhibition prizes. Uh, you know, there's just there's, there's there's so much more happening at a you know at a at a freeze fair that is uh, artist focused. And on that note, I know this is the 10th kind of anniversary of Freeze for us, but with artists kind of being at the forefront of, of Freeze and that very much being kind of your mission and your purpose, I know you've got Freeze Spotlights. What are those and 
how does that work and, and what does that look like for Freeze Fair this year? What artists are involved and what can we expect? Of course, I mean, with pleasure. We're celebrating the 10th anniversary of Freeze Masters. And as part of that, it's also, you know, the 10th anniversary of the Spotlight section, which was launched, you know, coinciding with the first edition to highlight uh, artists who, for reasons of geography, gender, uh, sexual orientation, you know, did, perhaps did not receive the attention they deserved during their lifetimes or early on in their career. And it's about bringing those artists to the fore. And there have been you know, so many incredible stories, artists such as uh, Jitta Brateșcu, who was presented by uh, Ivan Gallery from Romania in Spotlight, and then went on a few years later to represent Romania at the Venice Biennale. And so this year, the Spotlight section is curated by AWARE, a Paris-based curatorial collective led by Camille Morinot, uh, whose research focuses on women artists. And so it is, to my knowledge, it is the first time an art fair dedicates a section entirely to the work of women artists. And so Spotlight will be featuring uh, pioneering women artists from the 20th century. Uh, we also have uh, a curated section, Standout Global Exchange. Uh, Standout looks at the decorative arts and um, specifically the, the global decorative arts. And, and if you look back to the uh, you know, really up until up until today, up until the mid to late 20th century, uh, collectors collected painting and sculpture, broadly speaking, from their region and from their um, from their from their cultural background, whereas it was in the decorative arts that, uh, you know, that collectors, that institutions uh, looked at you know, the wallpaper from Asia or um, China, for example, from China, from Asia, um, sculpture and furniture from India. And that's what was international. And so Luke Sison, director of the Fitzwilliam Museum in Cambridge, is, you know, wants, wants to remind us of that and also break down the traditional hierarchy of painting, sculpture, and then everything else and say, you know, decorative arts are arts just as much as anything else. And because they used to have or potentially had utility, doesn't make them any less, you know, works of art. Yeah, it's so true and often quite overlooked as well. But that's Freeze Masters, though. And I think it's important we also touch on Freeze London, the more contemporary, perhaps, side of the art fair. What's happening um, on that side of things. At Freeze London, we are going to have a brilliant new curated section, which my colleague uh, Ava Longre has been working on with uh, Sandini Podar, uh, a, a brilliant curator who works with the Guggenheim, uh, specifically on the Guggenheim um, Abu Dhabi. And so Indra's Net is looking at uh, artists from uh, from Southeast Asia. And you know, I, I saw you know Sandini's presentation and you know her thoughts on the section, and it is going to be sensational. It sounds it, and it also sounds like this. You know, there's so much to take in this year, and there is every year, I suppose. And that's one of the things with art fairs that there's so much art that comes to one space, and the hub of kind of activity or the hive of activities is quite a lot to take in sometimes, especially if you're quite new to going to an art fair. What kind of tips do you have or as a director of the fair, how can, you know, any of our listeners make the most of going to freeze this year and make sure they don't miss out? Look at the map, familiarise yourself with the layout so that you get a sense of of how this, where the spaces are and how they interconnect so that you don't miss anything. And then put the map back in your pocket and, you know, if you can, 
switch your phone off and just go, you know, go with open eyes and an open mind and just take it all in and let your, you know, let your eyes be your, you know, be your guide and, and, you know, and follow them and um and just you know see what you know see what speaks the most to you to me you know a hallmark always of freeze fairs are the you know incredible presentations that galleries put on you know they're so ambitious if you think at freeze masters and spotlight this year pace are um are, are creating mary course's cauldron you know this is a work from 1968 it was first presented uh you know almost 50 years later this this will be its european debut here at, at Freeze Masters in London. And it is, you know, as the name suggests, it is a, uh, you know, a zero degree room being built inside the art fair where visitors can, you know, experience the, you know, the, 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 the sensory of, of being in, you know, in, you know, a freezer in a, in a, in a cold room. And it's, and it's amazing. And it's, I just think it's incredible that they're doing this, you know, that they're doing this at Freeze Masters, that they're doing this at a fair. And, and that's what, to me, that's that's really what freeze fairs are about. You know, galleries uh, go all out uh, to bring incredible, incredible presentations. Mm, that's quite a departure from what I think people maybe expect to see at art fairs, because you know, creating a freezer room in a booth at an art fair is very different to hanging artworks on a wall or displaying a sculpture, etc. It just kind of shows, I guess, the, the breadth of what to expect at a fair such as freeze and the lengths that galleries go to just to make their stands and, and their shows you know so impressive i guess it, it, it's hugely ambitious and i think it speaks uh you know it speaks to a uh, you know as as, as we've said to a, a pattern and a, and a rich history of ambitious presentations at freeze fairs and also i think speaks miles to the uh, you know to the ambition of of a of, of pace gallery in supporting their artists and 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 realizing uh, their you know their their projects and their vision yeah definitely and would you be heading to the the freezer when freeze opens no pun intended when freeze opens the freezing <laughs> i will be actually i will be i will be heading straight to that cold room you and me both i suspect but you know on that note i think it's also worthwhile us discussing freeze's approach to the climate because you know if you've got galleries you know going to lengths to create kind of freezers within their booths and you know that's quite energy intensive to some extent and obviously there there is a role to play there and you know I'm, I'm not for any you know stretch of the imagine saying it's the wrong decision but I'm interested you know from your point of view to understand a little bit more about what freeze is doing to kind of limit their impact on the environment because you know you've obviously got what galleries are doing but also art fairs as well have been known in the past to be pretty you know carbon or, or environmentally uh, intensive I, I guess I'm putting that slightly wrong but the gist of what I'm saying is that you know the carbon footprint I guess of these fairs sometimes is is quite substantial on the materials that are required to you know transport works to put in, on these fairs or or even just erecting these huge marquees you know it can have some concerns what is it that freeze is doing you know this year specifically to to try and combat the those concerns and you know make positive changes no listen absolutely so we work you know we work closely with the with the gallery climate coalition 
and you know Fries is a is a you know is a founding member of the of the of, of this nonprofit, and the, the goal for you know for members of the Gallery Climate Coalition is to collectively reduce our carbon emissions by at least fifty percent over the next decade. And uh, so, you know, so far there are more than 550 both UK and international, you know, organisations and, and individuals that that have joined. Uh, we're also supporting Climate Earth, which is a um, an environmental focused uh, legal group that you know raises funds to uh, promote and to combat climate change you know, in the in the courtrooms and artists themselves. It's also realising projects such as the Cold Room that. It allow you to you know to tangibly bring uh, you know this message and this experience to a larger audience, and to you know and to make people think about temperature and about and about climate change. And I think in so much of what we do, it's thoughtful forward planning that can make such a difference. Also on you know on emissions, for example, shipping something by sea freight as opposed to air freight, uh, you know where possible having something produced on site uh, and so you know as much as you can forward plan uh, that you know that that plays a very big role mm, i think that's that's definitely the way forward it really is about kind of planning and allowing more time for us to explore options like sea freight and also thinking a little bit differently about the packaging materials we do use and you know opting for more sustainable measures where we can and i think there's a lot of work being done in that area as well I don't know whether you were able to attend the Gallery Climate Coalition GCC conference last year where they were also talking about the role that art has in, you know, pushing for wider environmental change and consciousness of what kind of needs to happen, you know, outside of the the art industry. I think there's also kind of that role to play as well at Freeze in terms of education and, and showing people what's happening in the in the environment and maybe even what we can do to, to make change outside of the industry itself. Exactly. The industry has to play and also and also to lead through its through its visibility. And you know, so many artists, uh, you know, such as, you know, Oliver Eliasson have made you know huge steps uh, you know, through their statements and, and through their actions. And people people listen to that and 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 that's why it's so important. Definitely. And Obviously, we've touched a lot on Freeze itself as a fair, which is which is coming obviously really quickly at us, which is quite terrifying, but also very exciting. But obviously, it's not just the fair. There's so much going on with Freeze, and specifically in October, London is a hive of activity. Are you able to tell us a little bit more about how we can make the most of Freeze this year outside of just the fair? And also, you know, let's not forget how we can make the most of what's on in London as well. Uh, yeah, listen with with pleasure. So, you know, looking ahead at, at at October, you know, just just to remind everyone, Freeze is it's it's a whole it's a whole week, it's a whole ecosystem. It's Freeze London, our contemporary fair with art made primarily, uh, you know, after the year two thousand. It's Freeze Masters, our uh, our fair for you know historical through contemporary art with art made primarily up you know, before the year 2000. It is free sculpture, which connects the two. You know, it's a beautiful uh, walk through, you know, 10, 15 minute walk through the Regent's Park, uh, you know, looking at amazing outdoor sculptures that have been placed by Claire Lilly, director of the Yorkshire Sculpture Park. Uh, It's also number nine Cork Street, our gallery hub, 
uh, in you know on Cork Street in Mayfair, uh, and then it's all the incredible museum shows that happen in London and that are timed around Freeze Week. You know, William Kentridge at the Royal Academy, uh, Cezanne at Tate Modern, uh, you know, Freud at the National Gallery. There is you know a, a, an incredible abundance of art to see. Uh, you know, during Freeze Week throughout London, and and to me, that's you know, that's that's the joy of it is to uh, you know put put your trainers out and you know get out and about the city and and just you know enjoy and soak in all that there is to see. And of course, it's not just you know Freeze Week either, is it? No, with Freeze more broadly, they, you know, of course, it doesn't it doesn't end with. Uh, you know, with October, Cork Street is is programmed throughout the year. We will have uh, Freeze Los Angeles in uh, in February, so that's a great way to start off the year. Uh, then Freeze New York in May, and then of course, it, you know, we'll, we'll be back in uh, back in Seoul in September. I'm definitely going to try and make it my mission to get there next year. But for our listeners that aren't able to go to the fair themselves, or maybe aren't based in any of those locations. Are there any other ways that they can get involved with Freeze or find out more about what's going on in the art industry more broadly? Freeze membership program, which is, you know, which is so much more than than the fairs. You know, Freeze membership is about bringing this access to art, uh, you know, year round. Uh, you know, obviously the fairs are the cornerstones, but then, you know, organizing special visits to artist studios, to exhibitions such as the ones, you know, we've spoken of, uh, to Freeze Sculpture. And then, you know, by all means, if one if one wants to just do this under one's under one's own scene, free sculpture is amazing. It's open. Uh, you know, today is a beautiful sunny day, or over this weekend, or you know, at any time over the next two months, it's it's free and open to all. And you know, the the, the Regent's Park is is one of the most beautiful places in London. Yeah, I loved the Sculpture Park last year. I remember going with a friend, and it's just such a great place to go and see so many sculptures all in one place that. You know, you can see, like you say, completely free of charge and, you know, wander around on a Sunday with a, a coffee and a pastry and take it all in. I definitely recommend that to anyone listening to the podcast. I think it was one of the highlights, actually, um, of all the kind of works that I saw last year was, was the Sculpture Park. But for those of our listeners wanting to join the membership programme, where can they find out more information about that? Uh, freeze.com and it's called uh, you know freeze 91 is our, our our membership program that includes uh, you know events and studio visits and then there's you know there are also you know all different kinds of membership for example uh, you know digital membership which includes you know full access online to everything freeze uh, you know in-depth membership which includes a uh, a copy of the magazine. That's what I've subscribed to, and I, I love. I, you know, I, I know I can get it. You know, I can just pick up a copy in the office. But it's it, it's so nice actually to have a Freeze magazine come in through the you know through the letterbox and 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 read it at home. Well, there you go. I'm sure we'll get lots of people heading to Freeze website now and and signing up and, and getting the Freeze magazine just to get a slice of what's going on. But who knows, uh, we and, and maybe some of the other listeners might actually see you in the, the freezer at Pace when Freeze opens next week, which is very exciting. Exactly. We might even be freezing. I'm sure we will. Look, Nathan, I don't want to keep you too long in the run up to Freeze. I know it's an extremely busy time of year for you, but thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with us today and tell us a little bit more about Freeze and what to expect this year and, and how to navigate the fair and even giving us that little preview about pace which is quite exciting but yes thank you so much for chatting with us like I say I really do appreciate it and I 
I'm sure our listeners do. So I uh, won't keep you for any longer and, and hopefully we'll see you at Freeze. Thank you. Likewise. Now that should just about conclude us for the latest episode of Temporary Admission. If you're attending Freeze this year, tickets are now on sale and Freeze opens to the public on the 12th of October through to the 16th. But if you're not able to make it to Freeze next week, never fear because in our next episode, we'll be joined by one of my favourite artists for our latest Artist Spotlight. Until then, stay safe. Speak soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.